Welcome to Happy House Families Podcast with your hosts, Morgan and Sandy. We are here to be an easy resource for families on the go and who aspire to create more joy within their families. Morgan is a special education teacher with a master's in education. Sandy is a consultant who also has her master's in education and has worked with families for over 20 years. Both of your hosts have a vast experience working with neurotypical and neurodiverse children. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Happy House Families. This is Sandy. And I am Morgan. And we're so happy to have you here today. Yes, and today our topic is organization. And this is one of the reasons why I love working with you, Morgan. You're so organized. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like sometimes I am and sometimes I'm not, and it's an ongoing process, and that is okay. Okay, but I've only experienced you as being organized, so thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So being organized... Yes, Morgan, tell us, how are you so organized? Well, it's very important, and it's important to have these skills at a young age. Yes. I mean, for a lot of things, early intervention is key, right? So just for organization, we should start those skills as young as possible. And here today, we just want to give you some really quick tips on how to help your family and your child become more organized. Yes, and this is the first thing we're gonna suggest is getting a calendar, make a home calendar and post family events, review each night, and you can write down when your child has like quizzes, tests, Mm -hmm. performances, uh, sports, whatever it is, having, I like those big calendars. Mm -hmm. I like those too. Yes, so with all the clients I work with, I always say, let's get a gigantic calendar. And they have it either on their desk where they hang it up. And when I go into their homes, the first thing that we do, because I go in a lot for academics, Uh is we look at the calendar and we see what is going to happen this week. Is there a test? Is there a quiz? Is there a report due? Um, If not, then we also look at, okay, what's coming up? We write it into the calendar. And when they're able to see what's going to be happening, they're better able to manage their time. Yes, and it's also less daunting because it's not just like kind of sitting out there. Um, It's also good if you have your family calendar to be out in a place where everyone can see it and everyone has access to it. So not just hidden away in someone's office or something like that. It's good to maybe put it somewhere more central so everyone can kind of see. Exactly. And this also develops like your child's independence skill as well. Mm -hmm. If they have a question for you, you can always refer them back to the calendar and have them look at it yeah just so that you start teaching them that oh they're able to answer their own questions or if they have something to add to the calendar they can do that as well Mm -hmm. so this way you're teaching them executive functioning skills at a young age which is so important I am 46 and I still need them as well so it's something (laughs) that you cannot run away from um, also, it, on the calendar front, uh, it's good for your children. I'm sure a lot of schools give, what's it called, student planners or agendas. Yes. But it, those are also great as well to just have your kid, your child be responsible for their own item. So, yes, you should have a home calendar where everyone in the family is involved. And then maybe your kid can have their own. It could even just be an app if you're more uh, tech savvy or one of those little agendas planners, a lot of the schools give them out and then they can use that and check it off and cross it off. And that really helps become more organized with homework and their own events. Exactly, and one of the things I like to recommend is to color code things. Yeah, I like that too. So for example, if it's something, if it's an after school activity like basketball, you can do that in green. If it's like, you know, history, you can do that in blue. So Mm -hmm. 
when they visually scan the calendar, then they know what's happening. So if you color code, that's great. Because if you write everything in black, it's harder just to kind of figure out what's different and you yeah. have to read through all of it. But if you color safer. code, yeah, mm -hmm. if you color code it, then you are able to scan it. That's true. That's a good, yeah. And a lot of kids like, like to be in charge of that activity too, because it's kind of a fun thing to do. And so that also teaches them responsibility. So if it's like, okay, you have to highlight all your basketball practices in blue, that kind of gives exactly. them ownership over the organization. That is true. I like that. Okay, another thing that you can do just to practice organization at home, and this also breeds uh, connection, is to make dinner together. Because dinner dinner requires recipes, and recipes require steps, and they have to go in a certain order, and you can't, and you have to get everything out at a certain time. And so this is a good way for you and your family to kind of just like, you have to go in chronological order, and you just have to be organized when you are cooking together, and then you can also practice when you're doing the cleanup, too. Yes. Um, so I, I like that. It's it does a lot. It does a lot in one. <laughs> exactly, it really does. Yes, you know, connect with your family, making sure you have all the ingredients, making sure you're measuring everything out the right way. So there's math involved, right? Uh -huh. Timing responsibility, responsibility. To yeah. Yes, keeping safe. Yes, all of these wonderful things. So, is this your way of telling me, Morgan, that we need to stop grub hubbing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so easy. It's so easy. But if we make dinner together, then, you know, we can practice all these things. <laughs> yeah, your organization will get so much better. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Watch. Next week, we're going to, like, make dinner together, and we'll talk about that. <laughs> Let's hope we don't burn something. <laughs> <laughs> that will for sure happen. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that means that I have an area of need and development to still practice. That's all that means, right? Yes. Yeah, just in my and area of improvement. Okay. Yes. And we're all okay with that. Exactly. Yes. yes. Okay, let's move on now. Okay. <laughs> the next is another strategy you can do is a tidy room. And what I like to do, I actually did this with students' desks. So, of course, you reward them for having a clean room. Um, but you can take photos of what the room looks like when it's messy and then also take photos of what it looks like when it's clean. And then you can have a conversation with your child about, okay, which one do you prefer? And hopefully they'll say the clean one. Um, also, you can have it as a model of if the kid's like, oh, well, I think this is clean. Well, then you actually have a picture of what the room looks like, what it's supposed to look like. And so it works kind of on multiple fronts. Exactly. And um, just to share, one of the um, little boys I work with, when I go into his home, because he has a lot of everything. Okay. I mean everything. Like pillows, all sorts of pillows, like cupcake pillows, Oreo cook like cookie pillows, everything. There's Legos everywhere, you name it. There's Pez everywhere, like everything you can imagine. Books, it goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. So every time I see him, it always adds up because I see him once a week. Um, we now start with that he has to remove 10 to 15 things from his room where he has to find a home for them. Oh, I love that. Yes, yeah, so... And this is what's been really good. Like, so we always start with the desk that he works on and he realizes that he likes it. So he's been keeping his desk clean now. So it's kind of piled up on his bookcase. Um, but so we're still working on that. And um, mom and him, the two of them actually got big bags and found things that they can donate. 
And so that was really hard for him. So I asked him how old he was. And I said, okay, you have to donate at least that many things. And once he got into it, then there was more things he wanted to donate. Okay. And of course, he was like, okay, mom, how old are you? You have to donate X amount, you know? so funny. (laughs) And she was more than happy with that because she wanted to donate even more than that. Um, then it just became a game for them. Mm-hmm. So you can also gamify these things as well. So it doesn't have to feel like punitive or yeah, like punishment. Chore. Yeah. Exactly. Um, speaking of chores. <laughs> oh, that's our next thing. Huh? Yes. Is that if you do do chores with your children, you can do ones that involve sorting and organization. So folding the laundry, putting the dishes in the dishwasher, because you kind of have to stack them in a certain way. Maybe help putting away the groceries. And that can also, as Sandy was saying, you can kind of turn that into a game as well uh, to see like what their piles can look like and things like that. Exactly. That sounds like fun. I actually need to do that with my laundry. So. Yeah, does anyone want to play a game and put away my groceries? <laughs> I'm sure I know someone who does. Um, and next on our list is actually a to-do list. And so it's always good to have things for school or at home that maybe you can do it for the day, for the week, whatever. You can add it to the calendar. It can be a different section in the calendar and the kid can check off what they need to do. They can be in charge of creating their own to-do list if they're old enough to do that. I like that. Yeah. And that's something I do for myself too. Me too. I don't know if you saw my notebook, but I have two things I have to do tomorrow for sure. <laughs> it's like first thing in the morning I have to do. Sometimes I add things that I know I'm going to do anyway, like eat breakfast just so that I feel good about <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Like wake up, brush teeth, wash my yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And you know, a lot of the kids I work with do actually need that. Mm-hmm. Like the visual in the morning, like... Okay, once I'm in the bathroom, like, sometimes they'll wash their face, but they'll forget to brush their teeth. So we do have a visual in the bathroom, like, wash my face, brush my teeth, you know, all those different things. Um, Making sure, like, before they leave the room, grab their backpack. So all of these are fantastic things that you can do. Mm -hmm. Um, One other thing that you can do for a to-do list, for example, as your child is, like, leaving for school, is you can take a picture of them ready for school And then in the morning, you can say to them, what do you need to do to match this picture? So like what kids will do, they'll be like, oh, okay. They see the visual like, oh, I have to have my shoes on. I have to have my backpack. And I actually have to put a brush through my hair. Mm -hmm. Like so sometimes just having that visual helps them. Yeah. It's like their to-do list that way. And it helps parents not feel like that they're nagging their kids all the time. It's just like, look at the picture and match it. Yeah. Or. Just point to the picture. Yeah. Or do better than the picture. Yeah. Yes. I like that. That's Me good. too. Um, and then plus you can also incorporate using phones and stuff too. And the kids can be in charge of taking, you know, maybe they can take a picture of their sibling. And so you can kind of make it more fun for them. Exactly. Um, and then something that I love to do is the weekly desk cleanup. So every Wednesday at four, you're going to have the weekly desk cleanup. So if you have a designated day and kind of a time to make sure to just kind of be on them. So it's kind of becomes more of a ritual. Yes. Instead of, oh, things are so overwhelming. It's been three months. Now I have to clean everything out. Exactly. It kind of becomes just more of a habit. Okay, cool. So every Wednesday at 4 o'clock, I know you're doing this. Right? (laughs) I've told you too much. (laughs) Not just me. (laughs) That's good. I need to actually maybe hone in on a specific day or time. But my schedule changes too much. Yeah. So maybe at some point I'll do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. At some point. On our next podcast, <laughs> procrastination. Exactly. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> okay. Thank you, everyone. Have a great every day, and we'll be back next week. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To contact Sandy and Morgan, check out happyhousefamilies.com or email at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out their Facebook page to join the community. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us. It helps the show be discovered more easily and help more people.